To be totally honest, the gifts that mean the most to me personally are little notes that I get from my patients. Sometimes you'll get like a little handwritten note that comes back after you say bye-bye to your patient. And it's just those I love. There's really nothing better than reading a note from a mom that you took care of, you know, after the fact. Personally, I have held on to every note that I've received and I absolutely love just reading them over and over. I haven't like gone into them in a while, but I'm going to read you one actually at the very end of this episode. It's going to be very sweet. You're listening to the Mommy Labor Nurse Podcast, where you'll gain the tools, knowledge, and confidence you need to erase the unknowns, feel in control, and have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver. My name is Liesl Teen, mom of two, practicing labor and delivery nurse, and your host. From over eight years and counting of working at the bedside, I know that knowledge is the key to an even better birth. So tune in each week to learn about all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum from me, a labor and delivery nurse that's seen it all. And now let's get into this week's episode. This week on the Mommy Liberators Podcast, I am here to answer a question that I get asked all the time in DMs, what gifts or gift basket items to get for your labor and delivery or, you know, postpartum nurses delivery team? What do we put in those baskets or what, you know, what do we give? And this is just, you know, preface before we get into this episode. Of course, I always say this, they are very much appreciated. I love it when patients come in and they bring stuff so, so sweet, but keep in mind, absolutely are never, ever, ever expected and certainly don't have any sort of impact on the care that you receive during your birth. Like just because you bring us whatever candy, like I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm going to take better better care of her because she brought some Twizzlers in or something. I don't know. (laughs) But since I do get asked about this topic a whole lot, I wanted to take a little moment to share uh, just some potential nurse kind of gift basket things that I've seen over the years, just some common items and ideas with you guys. So, you know, if you are planning on making one, you can use this little episode as a resource. And if you're in birth planning mode, don't miss my episode about packing your hospital bag too. You can find it in episode 165, what and what not to pack in your hospital bag for birth and a bit about eating during labor. That's the name of the episode. I usually don't say the name, but it's 165. Okay, so now let's talk nurse gifts. Ready, guys? Let's do it. But first, before I start, I just want to say it again, okay? I know I said it in the intro, but just to make sure it registered. Nurse gift baskets, this whole episode, never something that we expect as nurses, okay? Totally fine if you don't bring us a darn thing. Trust me, we were not lured into the profession of nursing for the gift baskets. Shocker, right? So, you know, while they're never expected, they can be a pleasant little treat that is very much appreciated, especially when you've had a long shift and you're like, I just need a little bite of something, a piece of candy or a thing of chapstick would be nice or gum or something. We'll get into all of the details, but yeah, always very, very much appreciated. But guess what? To be totally honest, the gifts that mean the most to me personally are little notes that I get from my patients. Sometimes you'll get like a little handwritten note that comes back after you say bye-bye to your patient. And it's just 
those I love. There's really nothing better than reading a note from a mom that you took care of, you know, after the fact. Personally, I have held on to every note that I've received and I absolutely love just reading them over and over. I haven't like gone into them in a while, but I'm going to read you one actually at the very end of this episode. It's going to be very sweet. But yeah, you know, it doesn't even have to be anything like crazy. I've had like crazy long ones before, but it doesn't have to be anything crazy long. Like, you know, thanks for taking care of me. I had a great experience. What, you know, whatever. It's just that handwritten note. I don't know. That's cool. That's very cool when we get them. I think I can speak for all nurses, honestly. So if you find yourself wondering, what is the best thing that I can do for my nurse? I just felt so well taken care of. You can never go wrong with a simple little note. Trust me. But if you aren't a words person, maybe words of affirmation is not your love language. You know, you're like, I just want to bring something up front in. I'm going to forget to write and send it or, you know, whatever. I just want to Let's get into the episode, Liesl. <laughs> um, let's talk about it, okay? What kind of things can we actually put in, you know, the baskets? Because a lot of times people, what they do is they will bring a whole basket and, you know, kind of just put a bunch of stuff in there. Sometimes people have like little individual wrapped things, but usually I would say most people bring just like a, like a basket. But you definitely don't have to overthink, okay? Don't use a whole lot of brain power. We as nurses are really not picky when it comes to gifts and treats, especially considering it's not something that we are expecting to receive in the first place. So I'm going to read all these things. But side note, definitely recommend that you put your own little personal touch on whatever you decide to put together. But let's get the creative juices flowing with some ideas. All right. So number one is candy, 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 candy. We love candy. Yes. Let's be honest. Who doesn't like a piece of candy when you are have been on your feet and you are tired and you're like, I just need a little, little something. <laughs> I'm not sure that I've ever met somebody that doesn't like at least one type of candy. Okay. Even like the most health conscious people, they love their dark chocolate or something. You know, it's a treat unless you're allergic to like everything. And if that's the case, my condolences, because I am so sorry. That sucks that you're allergic to every sort of candy uh, known to man. But for real, you can't go wrong with candy, some kind of sweet something. And if you want to just go above and beyond and cover all the bases, throw in some chocolate, throw in some fruity candy. It's a nice little combination. You put it in the basket and, you know, the chocolate people are like, ooh, I got my chocolate. The fruity candy people are like, ooh, I got my fruity candy. Walter and I have this discussion all the time. Like, mom, which do you like better, chocolate candy or fruity candy? Because he's very into fruity candy now. And I used to be a fruity candy nut. Like I was not a huge chocolate person, but I don't know. Something switched in the past couple of years. And now I love chocolate. I always say, I'm pretty sure I'm still chocolate, bud. He's like, wow, really? I love fruity candy. But you know, it's usually one or the other that you prefer a little bit more. I enjoy all types of candy though. Let's be clear. And guess what else is nice? Homemade sweet little treats. I will say some people are still a little weary of that. Now, you know, even though COVID's kind of over, right? We're not really wearing masks in the hospital unless you actually do have COVID. But some people are still a little bit, "Mm, I don't really want to eat this homemade something that somebody brought in from their own house. I couldn't give two anythings about like 
I'll eat what you bring in. It's fine. <laughs> if you bake some cookies, I'm going to have a cookie. Okay. But if you are like, you know, you want to bring in something other than candy and you don't want to bake it, you know, you don't want to go that route, get little prepackaged treats. Uh, like, you know, they have little muffin, little mini muffins or the little Debbies or the Twinkies and just, we like everything. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> Want to make sure you've got absolutely everything you need packed in your hospital bag for birth? Of course you do. That's why I put my L&D brain to use and created the ultimate free hospital bag checklist just for you. It's organized for mom, partners, and baby to make sure you have everything you need to be comfortable and prepared without the unnecessary fluff that'll make the hospital staff think that you're moving in. A free hospital bag list created by a veteran mom and practicing L&D nurse? It doesn't get much better than that. Come on, let's be real. (laughs) Simply head over to mommylabornurse.com slash hospital bag right now to grab it today. That's right. Your completely free printable checklist is waiting at mommylabornurse.com slash hospital bag. So that brings me to uh, number two is snacks. Yeah. Snacks, always a good option. We love snacks. 12-hour shifts. Most nurses work 12-hour shifts. I don't always. I'm very blessed to work at the place that I work and they let me work four or eight-hour shifts if I want to. So I tend to do that because 12 hours is a long time. And sometimes you go a few hours without eating a thing. And yeah, if you got a little snack waiting for you at the nurse's station, don't call Jayco. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to have a little pick-me-up in the afternoon. And again, when it comes to free snacks, we're not picky, okay? We're not picky. Target, Costco, Walmart, Amazon, they all sell little individually packaged snacks, popcorn, pretzels, trail mix, granola bars, stuff like that. At my hospital, we usually put the little basket at the nurse's station to just share it you know, with all the other nurses working that day. And yeah, anybody who wants a snack can grab themselves a snack. All right, number three is cute socks. Ugh, yeah, I've totally had people throw those in and it's, it, they're just cute, okay? We, we need to wear socks. As nurses, we can't go in open-toed shoes. So, you know, we have to wear closed-toed shoes. So you must wear socks unless you're just weird and gross and don't wear socks with your closed-toed shoes. Uh, but yeah, cute socks, always fun. They have deals going on at like the dollar store. You can go and get like a bunch of pairs of socks for real cheap. Um, but if you're like a sock person, I don't know, some people are really like into different kind of socks. This is very cute. I've seen people do it like real cute where they have like all different little animals and it just, you know, socks are a good one. Number four is scrunchies. Yeah. Well, of course, like there are some people who don't have longer hair and they don't need a scrunchie, but a lot of people need to put their hair up. And a lot of people, most people, I would say if they have long hair, they wear it up at work. So yeah, throw some scrunchies in there. I will definitely take me a scrunchie and bring it home and wear it on my next shift. Scrunchies are usually very easy to purchase in bulk and just throw in there with your socks and your snacks and your candy. They don't take up a whole lot of space and there's a whole lot of different colors and patterns that scrunchies can come in. And, you know, it's just fun to pick out your little, which scrunchie you want? Which one? Look at my patient. She brought some scrunchies in. This is so fun. Nothing makes a 12-hour shift longer than not being able to get your hair out of your face. Come on. Maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but 
you got me. You get me. Number five is hand sanitizer. Yeah, sure. We use it. It's on the wall. But I like to have a little mini thing of hand sanitizer. I do enjoy carrying hand sanitizer around with me just because I know about germs. And yeah, big fan of the hand sanitizer. Those little mini bottles, you can get them at, like I said, Target, Walmart, Costco, anywhere. And they're cheap and you throw them in. And yeah, nurses love hand sanitizer. Number six is pens. This one... (laughs) Let me let you in on a little secret, okay? Nurses, we love a good pen, but we're picky. Some nurses are very, very picky. So proceed with caution. I'm not telling you like, don't put crappy pens in there. Like, what's wrong with you? I'll take a pen. I don't care if it's a crappy pen. It's fine. But (laughs) nurses do love, like, if you get me a cute little pen, I'm not saying, you know, they have some expensive pens. Have you ever gotten that thing in the mail where they send you and it's like, pay $50 and they'll send you this thing with your address and your whatever on it. Um, No, no, no. You know, I just went to the dollar store the other day and they had like these really, really cute little pens that had like a little fluffy thing on top that you could hit. And it just, there are some really cute pens out there. It's limitless, the options for pens. There are pens that write in multiple colors, little mini pens that we can clip to our badges. Those things are cool. I don't have one of those. I just keep it in my pocket, but those are cool too. All right, number seven, mini lotion. Yeah, I've seen people do this. The hand sanitizer makes our hands very dry. Lotion comes in handy for sure. And yeah, I'll grab a mini lotion if there's one in a gift basket. It's probably not going to go in my pocket like to carry around to different, you know, while I'm at work, but it's going to go in my bag. So then I can go if I'm at the nurse's station and get a little bit of hand lotion. Number eight, this is one of my favorite ones, chapstick. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. We got to keep our lips hydrated. Sometimes we're not super hydrated, so we get very dry lips because I mentioned Jayco already, but technically you're not even supposed to eat or drink water or have anything at the nurse's station. How crazy is that? I get the eating thing, but uh, you can't even have water. Come on. Okay. Sorry. That's my little rant about water at the nurse's station. But anyways, there is definitely times when you are so busy that you cannot get your sip of water and stay nice and hydrated like you usually do maybe at home. So chapstick, yes, please. And also hospitals, very dry air. I need some chapstick. That's one of my, you know, when I get my bag out for work, that's one thing that I always keep in my pocket is my chapstick. Okay. I got my little pen, I got my phone, I got my like work phone in there and I got my chapstick. Number nine, little face masks. Obviously I'm not going to be doing this at the nurse's station, but you get the theme here. Okay. Self-care. We need some self-care as nurses. Sometimes we come home and we have hardships and all I need is like a little face mask to put on my face. Okay. So whether it's the chapstick or the socks or the lotions, or you go all in, you're like, I'm going to get you a little face, those little face masks. Again, dollar store, you can get a bunch of them for so, so cheap. And they're just individually wrapped. You just stick them kind of in the back of the basket with, you know, all the other stuff that you've been so creative and learned on the Mommy Liver Nurse podcast to put in your nurse gift basket. (laughs) But yeah, super cute. Anything self-care, really, we love. All right. The sound of that heartbeat means it's time for this week's segment of Birth It Up Babies. This one says, hi, I watched your epidural labor class, even though I was hoping to go natural. However, because of your class, I was able to understand that I was having back labor. And because of that, my contractions could be expected to be more intense. 
Since I was able to understand what was happening to my body, I felt empowered to ask for an epidural and was able to finally relax my body. After my epidural, I was able to take a nap, woohoo, during which my water broke and I was dilated to 10. So happy I went into my labor informed thanks to your class. Oh, so sweet. Awesome. If you want to have an even better birth, just like this mama, head on over to mommylabornurse.com slash courses to learn more about our three online on-demand birth classes. And then finally, number 10, uh, pff, coffee gift cards. Duh. Yeah, we love coffee. Well, I guess not everybody loves coffee, but I mean, yeah, if you really want to go above and beyond and get your nurse like a $5 Starbucks gift card, pff, she'll be real happy. That's a way to say thank you is here's a cup of coffee for your next shift. Thank you. All right. So now moving on other ways to show your appreciation. Okay. Maybe it's not a gift basket, right? But maybe you want to do something else. Here's a few that are just, you know, not as materialistic. Number one, order lunch. Order us lunch. That's so sweet. It's a little bit more expensive, I would say, than just getting stuff at the dollar store. But if you want to go above and beyond, you're like, I don't want to just go and make a little gift basket. Like I actually want to treat my nurse to lunch or something. I don't know. I've actually, I remember there there was this one patient. I'm pretty sure this is allowed. Like he was down at the cafeteria with me and I was taking care of his wife and he was like, please, I need to buy you lunch. And I'm like, okay, cool. But I would say, and I'm not suggesting you you know, go out and do that, right? Like individually buy your nurse's lunch. But I've definitely had people order like a couple pizzas for the whole, you know, the whole unit. And that's real great because then we get pizza and we don't have to eat our lunch that we brought from home that might be cold and soggy and whatever. (laughs) Now, most people bring really, really good lunches. Like I'm not trying to harp on anybody's homemade lunch, but we love a good pizza party. Okay. (laughs) For nurses, Nurses Appreciation Week, they get us pizza every year. It's really great. (laughs) Okay, number two, hey, bagels, donuts, muffins. Like, but you know, if you want to go that route, maybe you're delivering in the morning and you want to, instead of the pizza route, you want to get us like little breakfast foods. I've had people do bagels before. Yum. I've also had people do crumble cookies. Okay, a whole box, you know, box or two of crumble cookies or I don't know if this is everywhere, but they have a place called Insomnia Cookies. And I've had people send Insomnia Cookies, but baked, you know, treats like that. Highly, highly appreciated. Thank you very much if you bring crumble cookies. Yeah. Yes, I will be having some of that. (laughs) And then finally, we already talked about it a little bit, but a thank you note. Yeah. You don't even have to buy a thank you note. Rip off a piece of paper somewhere and drop it off. I will treasure it forever. Okay. It's a cheap, basically free way to really thank your nurse. It really does go a long way when I get like eh, a handwritten thank you note really does go a long way. Really does when it comes to just expressing your gratitude if you really felt like you got well taken care of. And honestly, guys, it's more than just the time and effort that it takes to write the thank you note. Okay. 
I would say for me, it's really about knowing exactly how my actions positively impacted you on one of the most important and memorable days of your entire life. It really truly is an honor. Every shift I go into and every patient that I have, you know, when you think about it, like if you take a step back, like out of the fishbowl really quick and like think, oh my gosh, look how cool my job is. I get to be in these intimate moments with these patients. And it's so cool when I get a little note and somebody has thanked me for caring for them. This is my very first thank you note that I got. I think, was I on? No, I think I was just off of orientation. Um, And yeah, I remember her she was wearing, she didn't even, she didn't wear like a hospital gown. She brought her own little pink polka dot uh, gown and she was just the cutest little thing. And she sent me a thank you note afterwards. And she said, dear Liesl, thank you so much for your support during my labor. You helped me feel very calm and encouraged throughout the process. Um, I'm not going to say her husband's name, but my husband and I feel very grateful to have had you as a nurse. Enjoy married life. I was just about to get married, actually. I remember telling her that, so that's why she put that. Um, but yeah, so sweet. It, that's all. That's really, that's all we need. It's, it just, it means so much to see like your handwriting and just that you took a second out of your day to, to send me a note. Just love it. So that is it for this episode. If you take anything from this episode, remember, what do we say in the beginning? Not necessary. You don't have to get your nurses a gift basket. Totally fine. If you don't, it does not impact your care in any way. Okay. You're not obligated. And honestly, most patients don't. Okay. And that's totally fine. But it is a big one that I get in DM. So I figured, oh, let's do a little episode about it. We talked about notes a whole lot, but I did want to touch on, sometimes people ask, well, I really do want to write a note, but how do I like send it back? Or what? Do, how do I make sure it got back? And do I have to write it in my postpartum? No, it's okay. Unless you are a go-getter and you're like, I'm thinking about my nurse and I just want to write a thank you note right now with my little baby <laughs> in my arms in my postpartum bed. Um, I would say the majority of people don't do that. They're at home and they you know, send them in. But if you aren't quite sure how to get a note to your nurse that cared for you, just call the operator at the hospital or the labor and delivery unit, birth center, wherever you gave birth and ask about how to go about doing that. Because usually it's a pretty simple process. And they say, oh, okay, address it to here, here, and here, and you know, whatever. They'll give you directions. And finally, I want to say this is not something that should bring you any amount of stress. Do not stress at all about what to put in your nurse gift basket or what to bring your nurses or what to even do or to do or not to do, okay? If you find at all that this idea of getting something together for your nurses, your labor and delivery team is overwhelming and stressing you out, stop it. Stop it, okay? Don't, don't, okay? It's fine. We don't want to get stressed out. You have enough on your plate as a pregnant, very probably pregnant mom, because usually we do gift baskets when you're you're pretty pregnant, okay? You got a lot on your plate. So if this is giving you some extra stress and worry, don't worry about it. It's not worth it. It's not worth the stress, okay? So that is it for this episode. What are we doing next week? Ah, we're going back to baby registry stuff. Baby registry 101. We're going to be talking about nursery essentials and organizing and just, uh, it's going to be fun. So 
I'll see you guys next week. It's a nice little solo episode. I'm actually getting ready to record it um, in just a minute. I'm going to turn off my mic for this episode and I'm going to record that one. But you guys are going to hear it next week. Okay, so I will see you next week. Okay, bye. Already feeling a little more confident about pregnancy, birth, and newborn life? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can continue to erase the unknowns and never miss an episode. And if you're looking for even more, Instagram is definitely where I hang out the most. Come join our community of more than a half a million moms for birth education, tips, and solidarity. You can find me at mommy.labornurse. Check out today's show notes and a searchable library of every Mommy Labor Nurse podcast episode at mommylabornurse.com slash podcast. And while you're there, be sure to head to the blog to learn about our online birth classes too. See you next week. And remember, you can have an even better birth, no matter how you deliver.